pray. Thank you for this night, and I pray that Dan will bring a good message for us and that we will remember it throughout the week and take something away from this night. Amen. Okay, two things you need to remind me of tonight. Everybody wants those cupcakes, Kieran. Because we love Kieran, right? Right. Cupcakes and these things I'm throwing on the stage. Okay? You'll find out. I just, I'll forget, and I'll, I'll probably slip on them. I'm putting them in a good spot. So I think y'all need a good laugh tonight. Okay, thank you for that comment. I didn't know what day it was. I'm just glad a big camel didn't just walk through the room. That would have been awkward. We'd have been like... Anyways. Question, what do Americans believe about Jesus Christ? What do you think they believe about Jesus? Now, I'm not wanting you to shout out, no, 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 don't tell me that because we could be here all night and it would be scary some of the stuff that y'all would say. Um, and I don't feel like being scared tonight. I um, There's a group called uh, the, the Barna Group, and they do, they're a well-renowned, well-known, well-respected firm that does sur- sur- surveys. They've done them for a number of years. And they did this sur- survey. I'm going to pull some statistics out and get you to try and guess what you think it is, if it's right or not. This one is going to be eating me alive. Um, first of all, what generation were you born in? Does anybody know? 21st century. 21st century. We got the century right. Very good. What gen- generation would that be called? Millennials. Right. Millennials is what you are. Okay, so there's now... The survey, you're going to see a few stats, so I want to share some things. Y'all are millennials who are in this room. You were born between, this is the span, between 1985 and 2004. That's a, per, that's a big span, right? Okay. Now, that's current age 11 to 30. So a 30-year-old Genesis, I think, is at the very top of your quote-unquote Genesis. Gen, gen, generation. Now, now they do this because the groups tend to think alike and do a lot of the same things alike, and so that's why they group them together. Above that's the next group, and that's called the Generation X. I am a gen, Generation X guy. I was born, this is from year 1965 to 1984, okay? So current age, 31 to 50. Since, since I'm so old, I better make a note for myself to remember that. Get you back. So that's the next one. Gen, 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 generation above that is the baby boom, boomer. Okay, now this is the group. This is the group. Baby boom. Was that well, funny? <laughs> baby boomer. Okay, this is 19, 1946 to 1964. They're called baby boomers because a lot of babies were born because the war was over. Don't be freaked out. That's just, that's, that's, okay? Babe, babe, they're, they're, they're currently aged 51 to 69. The one in the sur- sur- survey, they refer to them as 
el- the elder gen- generations. It's also known as a lot of times the greatest gen- 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 generation. This is men and 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 women that when World War hit, they they sacrificed much and gave much uh, for peace to come into the world. And these are the 70 and up age group. And a lot of them, nowadays we go, oh, they're, they're just old, they're not important. Don't miss what they've done for you to have the rights that you've got. Okay, so that's just a little, just a good speech for them. Look out for them. Now, don't hit the slides until I, t- I tell you to, because I'm going to ask the questions and the slides will give them away. You, you got me? They're back? Okay, good. So what percentage of Americans believe Jesus Christ was a real person. What percentage do you think believe that Jesus Christ was, and let's put it in, in clear odds. So you use like 60, 70%, 80%, use something like that. 80%, it, what you think? 60%, 20%, okay. 30, 35, 70. Okay, it's going across the board here, good. Answer is this: They believe that Jesus Christ w- was real, ninety percent. You don't have to convince the world that he was real. A lot of times we're, man, we need, we're going to prove it. We don't really have to. Like of of the, um, go ahead and put that. That's the first first slide up. Of millennials, which you are, eighty-seven percent believe that he was real. Of of Gen Xers, not ninety-one percent. That's pretty close. Everybody believes, it seems like, he was real. Um, the proof is strong, and it's been shown in many ways that G- G- Jesus Christ did exist. Now, what per- percentage of Americans believe G- Jesus was or is God? Okay, Was God when he came, is God now? What percentage of Americans believe that he's God? What do you think? 60? Okay. Let's do this. She said 60%. Who here thinks it's higher than 60%? Who thinks it's lower than 60%? Just asking. Now, Gen X, which is me, don't put up the slide yet, Gen X, 55% of everybody my age on a survey will say they believe that he was God or he is God or was God. Of your age group, it's 48%. Almost half. Does that sur- surprise you at all or no? No? Okay. Just curious. Now, of that, if, if you add those that are un- unsure if he was God or not, like, well, he might be God, he, he might have been God, that brings it up to 73% for, for my age group, 65% for yours. So still quite a few believe that he was God or he very well could have been God or could could be God. So that's sort of strong from what I thought. What percentage of Americans believe Jesus sinned? Believe that that's that's just not that's not for this one that so that's good. What percentage believe that he sinned? Americans, not Christians, Americans. 56 God, give me the exact amount. 56.732. I like it. I like it. What's that? 30%? 40%? 4 out of 10? 3 out of 10? 15, 1 and a half out of 10? I don't know how they do that, but yeah. Okay. The answer, 
for my age group that believe that he sinned, 54%. That he wasn't perfect. He, okay, of, of your age group, 59%. Not real far off. Um, that's probably too small for you to read. Don't hurt your eyes. It's not worth it. Um, let, let me ask this. Because I'm just wanting you to see sort of the world that we're in. And there's a point to this. Because we're about to jump in the book of Mark for about s- seven weeks. And it might be, you might go, well, this is stuff I know. It's important we really know this stuff. Uh, what percentage of Americans say they have a personal relationship with G- Jesus that is still important in their lives today? Per- percentage of Americans who have a personal relationship with, with, with Jesus that is still important in their lives t- today? 60%. What's that? Oh, you agree with him? Ooh, we got a, we got a, 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 a 70, 40, 50, 30, 30, 34.2, 20. This is what they say on a survey. On a blind survey, there was 1,980 folks that participated in this this survey. Of Gen Gen X, that's mine, 59%. Almost 6 out of 10 um, say they are. Of your age group, 46% claim to have a relationship with Jesus Christ that is important in their life today. Do you see that question? Do you see that reflected for those that are in school? Do you see that reflected in your school? Question. Don't answer. Don't nod. Do you see that reflected in your youth group? Ouch. Something just to think about. But that's a lot. That, that's me in a world where, where we are attacked in a lot of ways in, with words in the U.S. nowadays. That's a lot that still quote unquote, at least claim to have some sort of re- relationship. Not saying that they do. Last thing I want to ask, for believers in G- Jesus, what percentage believes they will go to, to heaven because of their faith in Jesus Christ? Of believers, what percentage say that I'm going to, he- to heaven because of my re- relationship through Christ alone? Let's go with Lid- Lydia. I saw your hand up for it, didn't I? 95%. 85 Go. I'm just... Okay. <laughs> go, quick. Two more. Let's go with Dalton. 99. The answer is who believe, and I'm going to do gen, 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 gen X first, 64% of my age group who, is, who are 31 to 50, you think would have this together, um, of your age group, uh, 64% of mine, 56% of claiming believers in Jesus believe they go to heaven through Christ alone. Now, it, because of, of, of good works of believers, 19% of my age group says it's because of what I do. Um, or, or that, well, just God's going to let everybody in. That's, that's, you know, they believe through works or just God's going to let everybody. Of your age group, almost 25% say it's because of what I do, my works that, that I earn. And then of believers who claim, um, 16% of my age group don't think they're, they're, they're even going to go to heaven or they're not sure why. And 20% of your age group that claims to know Christ and have a relationship with them don't think they're going to go to heaven. Okay? Let me tell you something about America. St- 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 
the statistics of what they say don't match up with what they do. The more I look at that, the more I see, the more I talk to you, the more I, I go, man, we just have to get this right. And I, I feel like in, in youth group and in the church, what we've tried to do is just teach you the truth. Hey, salvation is through Christ alone. You cannot earn this on your own. You can't be good enough. Do you understand that? You're going to fail every time. And do you also understand that you can't be bad enough? That our God is so big, we tend to go on, God can't forgive me for, for my sins. No, you don't understand how big God is and how great God is and how giving he is and how great, great, great he is because there's nothing in this world that compares to him. Now, I've got a, a story just to let you all know because some of you are very concerned about this. Everybody wake up a, a little bit. Look up here. Good. Star Wars, the movie, comes out in 85 days and six hours. Hold your breath. Now, um, does anybody know what the point of Star, Star Wars is? Episodes 1 th- through 6, what's the point? Kid, just kicking the teeth out of the bad guy. I like that. I like it. I like it. A lot of folks say this. You know, it's really the story of two droids that saved the day throughout every... Because every episode, if it weren't for those two guys, everybody's toast. I mean, like, friends toast. So, the two, some think it's... Some... Poor, poor people think it's a love story between Luke and Leia. <laughs> I mean, they're brother and sister. We found that out later, and everybody was disturbed for quite a long time. Um, a lot of people think it's, it's, it's a story about a good re- re- rebellion who fights, and they crush an evil empire. That, that's sort of what, yeah, it's the story. But the primary, the author of the story says what my good friend said, which I should have not called on him because I should have known he would know the answer. That it's the story of Anakin Skywalker, his, his, his rise, his fall, and his redemption in the very, very end. I see good in you, Father. Okay. <laughs> A lot is going on in that story, but there's that major, major point. Now, if I were to ask you the same story, I'm not going to ask for hands because we, we don't have time for you, for you. I appreciate y'all wanting to participate. Um, what's the point of the Bible? What's the point of the Bible? Don't, don't, don't raise your hand. Don't, don't say, <laughs> hold it in. Now, some people say, the Bible, this is a guidebook for everything in life. Everything you ever face in life, it's right here. And can I tell you, that sounds really, really good. But um, last week, that didn't really work for me because my dog pooped on my carpet. And this did not tell me how to get... <laughs> That stinky stain off my car. This is amazing. But it didn't tell me everything, right? Okay? Some say it's the story of fallen man and a gracious God, which, which it is. Can we agree, agree with that? that? That's a story. It's a, that's a huge theme that affects us in a great way. Um, some say it's a book that teaches us right and wrong. And that there's absolute truth and in, 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 in how to live our life. In, in peace with those around us. Would we say that, that could be true as well? That is true. But can I, t- I, I tell you this story is, um, the book is actually the story of Jesus Christ from start to end. And the start is this, um, and we find this in Coloss- the book of Colossians where it says, um, through him all things were, were made, and apart from him nothing was made that had been made. It's talking about Jesus G- G- Jesus Christ being there from the very start. And that first half of the book talks about how 
mankind's in bad shape, and they need help, and, and they're calling out, and pro- pro- prophets talk about a, a Savior who is to come and to save them. And his name is Jesus. And then in the, the, the middle of the book, he comes riding on a stallion with a big sword and lops all the bad people's heads off. No. But he comes in not our way, but in God's way. And he lives a life that is perfect. And the Bible t- tells us sinless, without sin. And he's got to, to do it that way because we've got to have redemption from our sins because we cannot pay, pay the price. And so we need a perfect sacrifice to pay the price for our sin. And that's what he does. He, 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 he allows himself to be placed on a cross and he dies as a sacrifice for our sin. And then the story goes on that... Um, let me let me make sure I didn't miss it. Uh, and the rest of the, of the books declare his coming until in the book of Revelation. Stay away from that word tonight. It talks about how he's going to come and he's going to make everything right that is wrong. And he's going to rule and reign forever and ever. This book is the story. It's about our redemption. It's woven through it. Without it, we are lost without him. But it's about him. It's about our need for him, God's plan with him, how he comes, how God uh, uses him as a sacrifice, and how he's going to to come back and save us. That's what this book is about. Sometimes, can I I tell you all, I want to get to the basic, because some of you go, yeah, I knew that. And I might say, well, are you a believer in Christ? And you say, yeah, yeah, I am. Well, then act like it because you're not. If we believe this to be true, it should change us. We should be different. We should be set apart from those around us. We're in the book of Mark. Book of Mark. Who here has ever read something out of the book of Mark? Anybody? Okay. Who wrote the book of Mark? Mark wrote the book of Mark. And Mark was an... uh, no, he wasn't an apostle. No, he wasn't an apostle. That was a trick. That was a trick. Mark is actually a very unseen character through through the 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 Bible. His name is is hit in. His name is not written in, in the book. He doesn't sign it. So he, he he doesn't start with saying I Mark a a a a servant of God. He doesn't say anything about his name throughout it. But it's historically. Um, from when about six years from when it was written, the, the the folks of the church knew that Mark had written it, and so that's always been how we know Mark wrote it. And um, and an in, in, interesting thing about Mark, it's believed that Mark's house was the house that was used for the Lord's Supper. You go, hmm, very interesting. That that Mark n- never saw G- 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 Jesus. But Mark worked alongside with Paul. He actually didn't get along with Paul some, and he, he, he bailed out on, on Paul, and Paul was ticked at him. And he ended up, at the end, being with, with, with Pete, Peter for quite some time. It's all right, just a bump in the back. We're not being attacked. So he was with, with Peter. And it's believed that Mark, what he wrote down was all the, the, the stories of Jesus Christ that he had heard from Peter as they would talk about the Lord and how great how how great He was. So Mark is scholars believe an account of a Peter of Jesus Christ, which I think is pretty cool. And so Mark, inspired by the Holy Spirit, writes 
these things down, and we have what we call the Gospel of Mark. Uh, and it was written, they believe, around 65 AD, which is ex- exactly, almost the same year that it's believed around when, when Peter was martyred by, for his faith by Nero, I, I believe. And Peter, just a side note, you've heard this before, some of you, he was going to be crucified on a cross, and he did not feel worth, worth, worthy to, to die like his Lord had died, his, his Savior. So they crucified him and up, 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 upside down on a cross, and he died. Man, Peter was, was something else. Please stand with me, and we're going to read the scripture to, together. Starting in Mark chapter 1, verse 1. Do we have that, Sydney? Huh? That's what I want. All right, here, here we go. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for your word, uh, that even in a, a, a sentence you can teach us so much. Uh, and Lord, we just ask for you to move, just continue to move and, and work throughout the rest of this night. In Jesus' name we pray. A- amen. Sit down. So what do you think the book of Mark is, is written about? You're cheating. I saw you, 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 your eyes reading that. That's right. Beginning of the gospel of who? Jesus Christ. From the very start of this book, Mark says, hey, you know what? You've got no doubts of what I'm going to write about. It's the beginning of the, the gospel. Now, what does the word go- gospel mean? It means good news. Okay? Good news is what it means. So he says, hey, I want to tell you the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And then he's going to go on to talk all about it throughout the whole rest of the book. That's the whole point of this book. Now, the Greek word, and we're just going to get this for a second, so hang, hang with me. The, the Greek word for got, 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 got gospel is evangelion, okay? Evangelion, that's the, the Greek word. And this word was used in a day when they would have wars and fight if they won the war, they would ride back, the messenger would ride back to the town, and he would scream out the word, Evangelion, Evangelion, going, good news, good news, hey, great news. And it's not just, no, if you're a town right by a war, they're protecting you. Do you understand if they lose, your guys lose, what are they going to do to 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 you? Tag, tag, I got you. No, it's it's bad Severely, you're you're probably going to die, be enslaved, be raped, be beaten, lose everything that you have. So when this guy came back and yelled, "Good news, good news!" It was like we are saved. We 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 we've won. We've saved. And I want you to understand when you read this word, the beginning of the good news of being saved through Jesus Christ. Of of of, of we live this life and we go, man, we live defeated, like we're we're beaten up. Do you understand? Through Christ, we've won. No matter how we wear through this world, through Jesus Christ, we've won. It's good news. And, and that's what Mark wants us to know from the get-go about that. Now, one more point on this, because I'm beating this, this, this horse to death. But let me say, this. if we were to boil Christianity down to its basic level, we're going to put it in a pot, stir it, basic level, don't say anything out loud, but just ask yourself, what would be left? 
if we, if we got one thing from it, we've got to pull from it, what would it be? And can I tell you this? It's not Ten Commandments. Those are important. But if we boil it down to the basic, it's, it's even not... It's even not, some people might disagree with it, that, well, God's a, God's a good God. God is a good, a good God. But if we take Christianity and boil it down, it's not, man, we need to do good and help our fellow man. We need to do that. But at the root of Christianity is Jesus Christ. Apart from Jesus Christ, we cannot have what we have. That is essential for us. And so many times they I hear students that even share their faith and adults going, Yeah, you no, know, I put my faith and in, in trust in God. I think a lot of us put our faith and trust in God. When a plane's about to go down, a lot of folks on that plane are putting their, their faith in, oh God, help God, help God. But who are we redeemed by? Je- Je- Jesus Christ, his sacrifice on the cross. Without him, we're lost. If we miss that, if we miss this basic point, we miss it all. You know, the term Christian uh, was, was, was actually a mean term when it was first coined and used. When someone called you, hey, Finn, man, you were Christian. They probably didn't stutter. They weren't really bullies. Usually a bully won't stutter a whole lot. Um, you know, and, and you'd be like, but Christians, and what, what it means is little, little Christ. <laughs> little Christ, woo! But Christians went, yeah, that's what I am. And so the mean guys were like, dadgummit, you know, I did that. <laughs> so um, we need to embrace that name, embrace that name. Now, for seven weeks, we're, we're going to be going through the book of Mark, okay? And just doing things, we're going to talk about the cross, grace, the call, mission of Christ, who Christ was you know, on this earth, and who is he now. And there's a, some video clips that go with it. So we're, we're going to end with this right now. We're, we're going to hit this for, for the next six weeks, seven weeks. On the ground right here, I've got a um, read through the book of Mark in 21 days. Uh, and I'm going to ask you to do it, and we might actually read through it twice. Uh, but but take take some time. Let's if if Je- Jesus is who he says he is, and we believe that he is, it's so important that we know him and who he is, and how he loved, and how he lived, and how he died, and and and, and why he died. Um, so our, I'm going to pray. We've got cupcakes there at the back. You can just not like have cupcake wars and see if you can smear it on the ground and step on it 40 times. I'd appreciate it. Uh, and uh, make sure you hug, hug Kieran, and give him one of those attaboys on on, on the head, like those. Hey, good job, big Kieran. You're 15. Uh, he would love that, I think. Tough, buddy. It's your birthday. Or do you want that or spankings? Okay, <clears throat> 15. Hey, you got it. Let's pray for Kieran and to dismiss, and then. I'll ask y'all to to grab one of these um, if if you're you're willing to do that. Just read every day. It it, it says and it, it'll help you keep on track with what we're doing here in Mark. Dear God, we thank you for each one here. I th- th- thank you for him. I thank you for your Son Jesus Christ, who um, without him we're we're so lost. 
And uh, Lord, help us to be a witness where, where we go, whether it's on uh, a sports field or at a school or at, even at home or, or when we go out to eat. Help us give you honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And bless the cupcakes. Amen. All right.